feel like I'm a part of something bigger. My favorite business show. Hands down, the best B2B sales and marketing podcast. The ultimate resource for salespeople. George makes me want to conquer local. An authentic entertainer. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Here's George Leaf. It's another edition of the Conquer Local podcast. Thanks for joining us. We're bringing on one of our uh, longtime guests and friends, Mr. Dennis Yu, will be joining us in a few moments. Dennis has been pontificating recently about a lighthouse customer strategy. What is it? What is the lighthouse strategy? How do I execute the lighthouse strategy inside my organization? Why do I care? Why is it important? We'll get into all of that, and I'm sure Dennis will take us off on some tangents because he has some of the very best metaphors in the industry. The one and only Mr. Dennis Yu coming up next on the Conquer Local Podcast. The man that needs no introduction to the Conquer Local Podcast listeners, Mr. Dennis Yu, joining us once again. Hello, Dennis. Mr. George, how are you? I'm doing really well. I think I was thinking back as to who I've done the most interviews with over the years, and it's you, without a doubt, of all of our guests, oh. and it's Mr. Dennis Yu. Even back in the radio days, I, I don't think that I've done mm. interviews with anyone more than I've done with you. So you know the drill, so we won't even get into how we're going to do this. Let's just talk about Lighthouse. And you know the interesting thing about Lighthouse, and I'd like you to mm-hmm. explain it, your strategy to our listeners but mm-hmm. I've been talking to people that have been attending the Conquer Local Academy and have been consuming some of the material that you've been producing and all they're all about the lighthouse strategy. Mm-hmm. So I'd love for you to dissect that for us today for our listeners here on the Conquer Local podcast. So real brief, the lighthouse is the client that does the selling for you. And if you're lazy like me, then you want them to do all the work. So when we got the Golden State Warriors, an NBA basketball team as a client, that gave us a bunch of other NBA and professional sports teams as clients, right? Because it draws others because it's a demonstrated example that's taught publicly, executed step-by-step that other people can see where you can repeat a process to achieve the same results. So right? it, in, in other words, um, this is the testimonial that you need, or it's the case study that you need when yeah. someone wants to know if you, if you know what you're doing. Mm. But it's more than just a testimonial because do you really trust testimonials that you see? No, not at all. Why not? Because they could be made up. (laughs) Now, what happens if they are saying it and it's being promoted by, let's say we're, for example, we're doing something with driving leads with Facebook ads and we have the COO of Facebook talking about our case study on stage in front of thousands of people. Now I believe it. I I believe that. I'm I'm with you. I'm trying to play along here. So So what what is the difference then of a lighthouse client and the testimonial thing that we were just talking about where some people are skeptical of testimonials? Of course they are. Because most people's testimonials are forced. It's called a testimonial. By the way, never, ever. When you go to someone's website, or if it's your website and you're, you're an agency and it says testimonials and you see five or six of these things, you don't really believe it because testimonials, the same as like, pull my finger. Like, I'm not going to do that. Right? <laughs> you know what you're going to get, right? <laughs> this is an advertisement. I'm going to try to mislead you. Oh, no, thank you. So what is it that makes the lighthouse different? It's believable. 
believable for five or six different reasons. One is it's in the voice of that actual person or customer or client. And it's not in a sales way. It's, it's value driven. It's being taught step by step, like a recipe. Like it's one thing to show a picture of the food. It's another thing to actually show the recipe and you cooking it step by step. It's done with a high authority client. So a lighthouse is one who's well known in the industry. So Dr. Glenn Vaux is the best known dentist among other dentists for marketing. He has 24,000 other dentists that follow him. He's a dentist too, but he carries a lot more authority. Who carries more authority on how to drive leads if you're a dentist? Me or Dr. Glenvo? Well, a- absolutely. The, the dentist that's doing it. Yeah. And the other dentists are going to believe him and who the hell is Dennis Yu, right? So what we're and- talking about, I-, I like to refer to this as the difference um, to user-generated content, the voice mm-hmm. of the customer rather than propaganda. And I right. love the word propaganda because we're all thinking, we get a view right in our head. We're like, yeah. the, the Toyota truck in that one ad didn't really haul that boat out of the ocean. <laughs> and there's, a, there's text on the TV ad going, doesn't necessarily haul a boat like this, right? But mm-hmm. so it's, it's the difference between advertising and propaganda and yeah. real people that are using the solution and seeing success with it. And it's not just one moment, right? Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing strategy. Mm-hmm. So you see professional athletes like LeBron James, who's a basketball player in a commercial for Kia because he won the player of the year. But do you think LeBron James actually drives a Kia? No. Jeff Curry drives a Kia when he won player of the week. No, he drives an orange Lamborghini, right? I've seen him going around town in San Francisco in his orange Lamborghini. He doesn't drive a Kia, but in the commercial, you see him in a Kia and you know, it's a commercial. Maybe he bought Kias for friends or something just as a (laughs) gift. I'm sure he made enough money from those commercials and endorsements. He could have bought 50 of them, 100 of them, easy. I, I think it's a really good point that you're bringing up, Dennis. And people who have been listening to this strategy have been telling me, I didn't really see it this way, where I, I've missed the opportunity to take my four or five mm-hmm. customers that are really living the dream, following the path that I've been taking them along and, and mm-hmm. using them to generate more customers that look like that. Mm-hmm. So George, let me ask you, what is more effort or more difficult to do? Executing one dentist that you've done successfully a hundred times. So that's a hundred projects, hundred clients or 10 random clients in 10 different industries. No, I, you know, we, we all know the answer to that. And I love that you're going down this path because this has been my whole argument around this idea of horizontal, meaning mm-hmm. I'm going to come up with one solution that works for everybody. And then mm-hmm. it doesn't work for anybody. Mm-hmm. The minute yeah. you try to find something for everyone, it's not mm-hmm. important to any to any one member of those the, that cohort. So you mentioned that you like to go to a, a Greek restaurant in town for seafood, right? They have this incredible seafood dish. That's a- yeah. actually that's actually true. But they <laughs> but they also put Greek ribs on the on the lobster platter. So it's two lobster yeah. tails and Greek ribs for two people. For $89 and it'll feed you for three mm. meals. Unless you're with Dennis Yu, because then you you know, you probably get one meal out of it because I know how much you like seafood and Greek ribs. That's right. Well, everyone who knows that I'm on a on a seafood diet, I see food and I eat it. That's very but true. When you, go, when you go to this restaurant, you know what you want. There's that one thing. And what happened? You would think 
like this is what most agency owners think that if you order, if you have more things on the menu, you're going to be able to drive more sales, right? Because you can say yes to more things, right? But what what kind of restaurant is it that offers everything? What is that called? I'm Cafe- I'm, yeah, right? cafeteria. Like I think about when you get to the restaurant and it's the 82 page menu, you're like, there's mm. no way they're keeping fresh 82 pages of stuff. Like it just no. some of that stuff's going to be old or freezer burnt or just not done properly, right? Because there's no way the cook yeah. knows how to cook 82 rep pages of recipes. So I, I get your point. It's very well made. Great analogy. So the lighthouse has two effects and one of them is under easily understandable, which is you can attract more of the same thing. We all understand that, right? The second piece, which almost nobody realizes is ease of repeatability. And when you have clients that are paying you monthly and you know, the average churn in digital marketing is three to four months. That's how long a client stays. If you can get that client to stay with you for a year or two years, now all of a sudden that client is worth four to 12 times more. Would you like to have a client that's worth four to 12 times more because you can keep them because you can deliver something that's called repeatable excellence? That's what's driven by one thing that you're able to do over and over again, not just because you're known for that, but because you can execute it over and over and over again. And we see so many partners that don't do that because they're so eager to say yes to everything that they end up doing nothing. So that's like a restaurant that has no menu. Can you imagine a restaurant that has no menu? No. What would happen if you walked in there and you sat down, right? And I'm your waiter. And I say, George, what do you want to eat? Can what I see a menu? <laughs> oh, no, we don't have a menu. You just like, tell me whatever you want. And I'll try to make something up. I'd like two lobster tails with all you can eat Greek ribs, please. Great. I can do all of that. And no matter what you order, it's going to be $9.99. So yeah. just go ahead and order whatever you like. Because we'll custom order, make something for you. Sounds too good to be true to me. <laughs> you know, the point is very well made. And I think that this is where a lot of people, um, I I've been talking a lot over the last year about selecting your customer, but selecting mm-hmm. the customer that, you know, you can knock it out of the park with, because it's, you, you know, to your point, you get distracted by all of these other people that you're kind of making it work. Mm-hmm. Whereas you've got this one niche or these two niches mm-hmm. that you're really good at. And if you just focused on that, Mm-hmm. So we talk about three areas or three ways that you can focus to be really good at that one thing and be also known to be really good at that one thing. One is by vertical. So that's chiropractors and real estate agents and Italian restaurants, like whatever it is, like you just serve dentists, right? Over and over again. And you're known as the dentist guy. My buddy, Wilton Hong has 175 funeral homes as clients. And he's the number one guy in funeral homes. Who's going to challenge him? I mean, that's his thing, right? Funeral homes. Well, I right? heard it's a dead industry. <laughs> People are dying to get in there. I'm sorry. I, it was low-hanging yeah. fruit. I had to do it. The, these guys, they drink like crazy. It, it is a morbid morgue kind of thing. The kinds of jokes they have is insane. But that, so he's dominated that one, and that's by vertical. That's one of three. Number two is by geography. If you have a really good network, then you can be the person in Los Angeles, right? And everyone knows that you're the person in Los Angeles and anyone in Los Angeles, right? You're, you're the one or whatever city you're in. And there's something to be said about proximity, but you know, when it's harder to get together with people because of coronavirus or whatever, then, you know, whatever, but which is based on location. And three is by specialty. So you're the guy for SEO or building websites or Facebook ads or video editing or 
whatever, pop-ups, email marketing, whatever your radio ads, right? You're the guy for that. But the key is you got to choose one of those three ways of specializing, right? Because if you don't, then who are you? Right. Identity crisis. And I'm reading into this that you feel that a lot of organizations that sell digital solutions to their customers have this built-in identity crisis as they run around and chase the dollars and they're, mm-hmm. and they're not meaningful to any one vertical. Okay, yeah, I can do this, I can do that. What about this? Oh, I can do that too. Now I don't believe you. Right. You've got to have a menu of a few things that are for a clear customer so that customer prospect knows that they are right. People like to joke and say, well, it's a cheesecake factory. Well, at least the Cheesecake Factory does have a menu and they are able to execute those things in an okay way. Most partners we talk to don't even have a menu. They just offer everything and you see what happens there. That's no differentiation. And then, like you said, no ability to execute that reliably because you can't keep 80 pages of things fresh in your fridge. Becomes a Gordon Ramsay, what is it called? Kitchen Nightmare. You ever seen his show? I have. He yells more than I do. Yeah, he goes into their he w- goes into the walk-in and it's all moldy and there's yeah. bugs everywhere. Like that's what most partners look like when you look in their back end. Let's pretend for a moment that you're about to launch a campaign. It tested well, your entire team is happy and everything is going according to plan except for that one thought in the back of your head. How do I ensure the people I want to target will be in the mindset to receive my message? The answer? LinkedIn. Because when you market on LinkedIn, your message reaches people who are ready to do business. And that means your advertising campaign will work as hard as it can as soon as you launch it. Over 62 million decision makers are on LinkedIn and they're thinking about their business. It's one of the many reasons more than 78% of B2B marketers rate LinkedIn as the most effective social media platform at helping their organization achieve specific objectives. I use LinkedIn on a daily basis to connect with prospects, and to stay in touch with my industry. LinkedIn can help you reach your short and long-term business goals. They offer tools for brand building and lead generation. Not only can you target and reach a professional audience right down to the job title, company name, and location, but you can also engage people you already know based on who's visited your site or who you've contacted in the past. You can even customize your campaign based on the action you want the customer to take and objectives you want to achieve. Doing business on LinkedIn, the world's largest professional network, can help you reach your marketing goals. Do business where business is done. Get a $100 advertising credit towards your first LinkedIn campaign. Visit linkedin.com conquer. That's linkedin.com conquer. Terms and conditions apply. So when we talk about the lighthouse strategy, how big of a game changer could this be if an organization was to adopt it? What's it's night day. Like what, what have you been seeing yeah. as you've watched people successfully take this strategy forward? My buddy Ben Hamill was a struggling agency owner six months ago. And I'll be kind by saying struggling agency owner because it was just, it was him freelancing. And he worked for his mate, because he was trying, he thought, oh, the benefit of digital marketing, it's so big and social media and all these things, right? That's what draws people in. And his job was working at a sky zone, which is, which is a trampoline park. Have you seen these things? These bounce houses where you go in there and you can jump around. It's like a Chuck E. Cheese, but you know. Who, who doesn't like the bouncy castle at a birthday party? 
Yeah. So that's the thing that he did. And he was making 10 bucks an hour, trying to do digital marketing on the side because everyone's trying to start their thing up. And it just wasn't working because friends would come saying, hey, I've got a business. Can you help me with this one? And another person's a real estate agent. And pretty soon you have four or five random clients and we call that a dog's breakfast and not any one thing. And every one of these things is separate and custom and it's not scalable. And they keep asking for exceptions because there's no boundaries. And it was just, so he was working at the sky zone, making 10 bucks an hour, not able to grow his agency. Very common issue when people start their agency because they're just willing to say yes to anything. Because after all, I just need to get a client, right? I'll do like whatever. Maybe if I get enough clients, I'll eventually, you know, if I eat enough turds, eventually I'll have a steak. It just doesn't work like that. There's so many nuggets from a Dennis Yu podcast episode that I could, I, I was hoping that we wouldn't go to some of the things you talked about in the last episode, but now I've got some uh -huh. brand new material. So I love it. Let's talk about, um, if you were sitting down with an agency owner and you were uh -huh. to say, here's the three things that you need to do, what would uh -huh. those, and you only get three, what would uh -huh. the three things that every agency owner should do to be more successful? Number one is pick a lighthouse. And we can talk about the technique you do to figure out exactly what's right because people have trouble doing that. Two is amplify that lighthouse, meaning you're going to document exactly how you're doing what you're doing. Of course, using the Vendasta platform, which is the whole point of repeatable excellence, and putting it out there so everyone in that lighthouse category can see it. Number three, you're going to hire staff or you're going to have software or, or staff and software to then be able to execute against that. That way you have repeatable excellence and you have that money coming in every month. I, re I really am glad that you got to number three because it's something that we've been talking about internally with a number of stakeholders over the last week or so. I, so we got an agency, it's a couple people, they start up, they're going to be digital marketing experts, right? They're going to, mm -hmm. they're going to embrace the dream and they're going to go to work. And then yeah. they sell to four or five or six or 12 customers. And mm -hmm. then, and then one of them has to start claiming Google My Business and responding to reviews mm -hmm. and delivering on the brand promise. And guess yeah. what happens? The revenue growth stops. Mm -hmm. And and I'm glad that you identified that you, you're going to have to staff this thing at some point. Mm -hmm. If you are out bringing in the deals, you're going to have to some have someone that keeps them and makes those customers successful. I, I believe it's mm -hmm. the thing that gets forgotten a lot of times mm -hmm. when people are thinking about their strategy. Hmm. So we go back to the restaurant analogy and think of the waiter. The waiter is there trying to convince the customer that the lobster ravioli is the best thing on the menu, right? And let's say they're good at it. Let's say they're even standing at the door saying, come in, come in. We have a great dinner special, right? As people are walking by on the sidewalk to come in. But meanwhile, a bunch of customers have ordered because you're so good at selling that you have to go back into the kitchen and you have to cook. And you have to make the lobster and you have to clean and cut potatoes and wash dishes and all that kind of stuff. But what happens when you're in the kitchen doing all this and other customers are walking by or other customers are sitting down wondering, they've not come and taken my order yet. I've been sitting here for an hour or two. Right. Or the lights are not even on. I know of a restaurant owner. I was in Las Vegas two months ago and there's this delicious looking Korean restaurant, but I was driving by it and the lights were out. I decided I'd go in anyway, and there is the owner sitting in the dark telling us he was trying to save money on electricity, right, by turning his lights out. And then when we came in, he wanted to charge extra from the men regular menu price for takeout because he didn't have enough customers. So we left. And that's what happens with most agency owners. They don't realize that in a restaurant, 
you need somebody who can, you know, the cooks in the kitchen and then you as the relationship person are the waiter. You need cooks and waiters. How many waiters do you know, George, that also try to cook the food too and then rush back to refill your water and ask you how your food is and that and take orders. It's just not going to work out. It's not their skill set. So it's taking them outside of what they're comfortable doing and it's leading to a bad customer experience. And uh, you're not going to get a lighthouse customer if you do that. It's just not going to work. These guys, they think that, or girls, that if, if they're a digital marketing agency, that they have to be able to cook the food too. Do you really expect the waiter to have to be able to cook your food? I, I hope he doesn't or she doesn't. <laughs> then why do so many digital marketers want to feel like they can cook the food too? Do they no, want to be Gordon Ramsay? You know, they, I, I believe they just don't know any different. And I'm glad that we're talking about this because I believe that if we look at failures in marketing organizations that get started, it's exactly this mm -hmm. problem. We've had success in landing clients, but where we're losing is we're not able to keep those customers. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, God knows it's cheaper to keep a customer happy than it is to acquire a new one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it really goes hand in hand. Dennis, always intriguing and always thought-provoking when we have you on the podcast. <laughs> you give us things to think about. You give us great Nuggets. I'm still trying to figure out how turds turn into steak, but maybe I can Google that and figure that out somewhere down the road. Thanks for joining us once again. Are the the guests that we have had the most times on the Conquer Local podcast, and it's obvious why. Dennis, you always brings the knowledge when he comes to the uh, podcast, and thanks for joining us again. Thank you, Mr. George. I don't mind the restaurant analogy when it comes to putting together a proper recipe. And I think that that's the important piece. Let's think about recipes for a moment. Why do restaurants use recipes? Why do they measure every single component that goes into one of their dishes? Because they're looking for a repeatable process. Once you get to that repeatable process, then you know that you can guarantee that it's going to be fantastic. You can put together a system where you know exactly what the cost structure is going to be because the same things are going into the recipe every time. And to his point, you can now come up with a lighthouse strategy where you can attract more customers in that cohort that could use that recipe for success. Let's think a little bit more about the lighthouse strategy. It's about not being one thing for everyone because that's just not gonna work out. There is no one solution for every vertical. So coming up with something that works for dentists and then going to find more dentists or the analogy around the funeral home with the bad joke in there or the analogy around, and I'm gonna use this analogy, I've got an agency friend that works with vet clinics. The reason being, vet clinics have their own language. Um, do you call the dog a patient? No, I don't think they do. I actually don't know what they call the dog, whether it's patient or customer or whatever it might be, but this agency knows exactly how to speak to the vet clinic veterinarian on what's important to that business. They know that you probably have to speak to the office manager. They know what product lines that they deliver and what they're looking to market. So having that vertical approach is really important. And where, where do we come up with this horizontal approach? I have to point back to industries that were in the, in the marketing space that dealt with everybody. Remember the yellow pages and they would do a canvas 
Salespeople come into town, knock on every door, go around and get them to get into that book, which was so brilliant and vitally important at that time. If you did not have an ad in the Yellow Pages back when that was an industry, you were pretty much in a lot of trouble because it was a year until the new book came out. But when we think about that, it was a vertical approach. They had different sections inside the book. We go find auto dealers and pizzas and whatever else you were looking for. So that's where that vertical approach came from. We want to just go sell to everybody and we've got one solution and you decide the size of that solution. But when we move into digital marketing, where there are different approaches and there's different tactics and there's different strategies, depending upon the vertical that you're in, that horizontal approach is actually causing for bad behavior. And it really makes it hard to deliver 100% of the time or even 99% of the time for your customers. So thanks to Dennis Yu for explaining this lighthouse strategy. I think there's something in there for everyone that you can take out little components and use it for the success of your organization. Thanks for joining us on another edition of the Conquer Local podcast. The best place to get a hold of us is on LinkedIn, on my profile, George Leith, L-E-I-T-H. And we look forward to your feedback. I read every single message that comes in on LinkedIn. We reach out to get clarity. We love getting all of that feedback. So please reach out to us. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And we look forward to you hearing us next week, right here on your favorite channel, wherever you find the Conquer Local podcast. My name is George Leith. I'll see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local Podcast with your host, George Leith. Executive producers are Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Danny Mario. Audio engineering, Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Marketing by Rory Lawford. Produced by Colleen McGrath. 